At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Happening live. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Are you comfy? I am very comfortable. Oh my god. I feel like you can move the mic if you want to like sit back more. Feel free. Okay. Oh my god. We look so cool. We're like vibing in your new office. It is such a vibe. It's not set up all the way, but you made me feel good like it was set up all no, the way. No, no, it looks really set up, and I feel like I am, like, vibing with this naked woman yes, right here. Or a have, person. Yeah, it's a naked yeah. person, and you've got the breathe, stretched, masturbate sign behind you. Oh, oh, I didn't even see that. Who Amazing. Run the World poster, <laughs> France, uh, you know, we're just, I like to see my accolades on the wall so I feel good about my life at all times. That's like your, it's like your award uh, yes, closet. Or exactly. Stand. It's like in one spot. It's the power pussy wall, I think. Is that you over there? Yes. That looks like, and the person next to you looks like Florence Pugh. Oh my God. That's so funny you say that. My best friend does look like Florence. Oh, really? Yeah. Or however you Or yeah, whatever you, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, we need to introduce you. Besides being in the office, hi, confidants, we're in the office. I am here with Celine. Hi, you're my friend. Huh? You're a founder. You are the creator of a very cool and important app called Flowly. You're a very big deal, but you're so young and you're accomplishing so much. And we like became friends on the side and I use your app and now you're here. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not a big deal, yes, but <laughs> we're hoping that our app will become a big deal. It will. So we're working on it. But yeah, I'm the founder of Flowly and... We are a mobile platform for chronic pain and anxiety management. And basically, we teach someone how to move their body from a state of fight or flight to flow state. Like, listen, y'all, confidants, if there was a podcast ever for you to listen to, it is this one. Because you are going to learn <laughs> shit in science that I'm actually in the process of learning, which is very cool. And were we connected through Ryan? How are we connected? I think we were connected through Ryan. Okay. Yeah. So we yeah. were connected through a friend. Shout out to Ryan. And then you and I were like, okay, bye. And then we just were like, let's <laughs> bye, <talk."> right. <laughs> yeah. And you and I did like a Zoom call and you explained the entire app to me. You explained like what you were doing, how you got funding from the National Institute of Health, which mm -hmm. is a very big deal. And you told me these stories about people who also have opioid addiction. Yep. And like this app also helps with that. We've got some photos of the app up here. If you're mm -hmm. watching on youtube.com slash Kelsey Dara. But let's go through like the point of Flowly. Like, yeah. why is it so special? <laughs> well, let me zoom back a yes. little bit. And because we started this company because I actually grew up around pancreatic cancer patients, mm. which I hope 
you know, no one or but some, probably some people have experienced, but in its terminal stage, pancreatic cancer is extremely painful. Mm. Um, so people close to me would actually pass away from things like morphine overdose and not even the cancer itself. Wow. Um, so my parents had actually worked on pain management from a pharmacological perspective. This, they passed uh, two orphan drug designations through FDA, which no one really knows what that I'm means. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> but essentially they passed um, two drugs through FDA that were targeted at pancreatic cancer pain. Wow. And so to say I grew up around pain management is a bit of an understatement. Yeah. And but when I was growing up, I was like, you know, f- fuck my parents. Like, okay, can I say <laughs> like that? Like every yeah. yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I don't, naked lady behind Yeah, you. I was like, you know, I'm not going to do um, med school. I'm not going to be in the medical field, which honestly my parents were fine with. They're pretty liberal. And so <laughs> I ended up working as an actor in film and television growing up Crazy. and then moved into working at DreamWorks <gasps> where I was developing their interactive content and development strategy. And Casual. Really, yeah, well, it was really fun actually. Yeah. But then... I realized all these cool things we were doing with VR was for like how to train your dragon Mm -hmm. or Kung Fu Panda, which was really fun and exciting. But at the same time, I was, I think I was thinking about, you know, is there a greater meaning to Mm -hmm. a lot of the technology that was being developed? Mm -hmm. And I was really lucky that my father, who was a chair of neuroradiology from Duke, he was uh, looking at this technology. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, he's a genius. And he was like, you know, this has actually been used for decades for therapy what has a uh, vr a vr yeah wow. and so um we started researching into it and i brought in my two co-founders julian soros and Ray kim shout out yeah and we started realizing that vr has been used since the 80s holy shit for pain management how yeah what the i fuck know in the 80s did we have i i honestly think most people including myself i thought vr was invented New. like a couple of years ago yeah. yeah you know but no it's been around since the 80s so they used to have these huge contraptions in these hospitals and the first studies is they would do um they would work with burn wound victims and so burn wound victims when they're getting their bandages Mm -hmm. changed it's really painful and so a lot of times they would actually have to be submerged in sort of like this icy bath water to help um, alleviate the pain and so what they built was this like waterproof gigantic monster vr contraption oh my god so that they could uh, use VR while they're submerged in this water bath Holy and shit. then feel like they were playing this game where they were shooting down um, snowman with these snowballs coming Stop. out of the headset. Yeah. And so this distraction element of virtual reality while being immersed in this like icy snow world environment helped alleviate the, their pain so much that people were like, whoa, this is something to Why use. Why does no one know about this? It's crazy. It's actually all from um, this researcher, Dr. Hunter Hoffman from University of Washington. He really (laughs) shout out all these doctors, all their dudes. Yeah, I met him at a conference once. I was like, "Oh my god, you're like a celebrity!" VR pain management. (laughs) Their niche. Yeah, they're like, "Uh." Um, but yeah, and so when we figured this out, we were like, holy shit, like we need to make this more accessible to people, right? Because traditionally it's been used in these clinics and you have to have these huge contraptions, super Mm. expensive. And so we um, actually convinced the chair of anesthesiology of UCLA at the time, Dr. Aman Mahajan. Big time. Yeah, to come on board. And we developed uh, this kit and this platform essentially where we could deliver what they used to do in the clinic, but to your home. Okay, hard pause. How old are you when you're doing this? 
Um, I think we started, let me think. I'm 25 now. So we started when I was like wow. 22 or 23. Yeah. So you, had you gone to traditional college? Yeah. So I'd gone to college. Yes. Um, and I studied English and film in college. So nothing to do with VR and medicine. No. And it's like the two most useless uh, jo- like Hi, majors <laughs> you can have. Yeah. And so there's only one way to go, which is like to law school or entrepreneurship, right. which is just unemployment. And <laughs> thank you for calling it out. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, like this is, you know, I have to find something to do. And I think at that point I had gone really bored with the studio system working at DreamWorks. Mm. It was fun at first. And I actually had started in China, which was felt more like a startup office mm. there. But in the U.S., it was just so much bureaucracy. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I think at that time I was really looking to jump into something that I found more meaningful and impactful Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. like that's why I connected with you when you were explaining to me about Flowly of like what I'm trying to do with swap skis which is like a thing that you don't have to think about that helps the world but you can still do the stuff you love which in my case it's like make things pretty in home decor but it's not about swap skis it's about Flowly so like when you were explaining to me that you wanted to do something that had more impact like you don't have a medical background. Mm-hmm. You got a you got a really famous dad. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good clout. But like you've never built tech that way. Mm-mm. You don't like study chronic pain management and you got UCLA to allow you to create this platform. Yeah. How? <laughs> you know, when I think back about it, it's really it's like a really windy, twisty journey. So I feel like every, every time people ask me, it sounds so tidy mm. that it's not real. Yeah. But like, I think to put it um, in this way, it was just a lot of experimentation mm. and then not being afraid to fail. Ooh. And I think that we we tried so many different things when I tell you. Like we, the first thing that me and my two co-founders did was a film in VR ah. called Pippa's Pan. And it was about oh. Alzheimer's oh. disease. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. The different like emojis <laughs> yeah. do that. Um, and, but it was really exciting because we were like, oh, we're using all this new technology. We use something called Light Field, which I'll not even get into. Mm, but it's, yeah. Expensive and hard to understand. Yeah, and so <laughs> we built this experience that we were really lucky. We were one of the youngest teams ever to get selected for for Cannes Film Festival Bitch. and uh, CES in Vegas. And so it was like feeling really exciting and cool. But then I think we realized that it looks shiny to doing something for entertainment. But mm. at the end of the day, um, we didn't really know where it was going. Mm. And so I think that we were really looking to see if there was something we could do with VR that could help impact people's right. lives. And when I realized there was this intersection with something I already cared about, which is pain management, we yeah. just kind of dove in. Yeah. And w- let me tell you, I, I think I would email like 500 emails <gasps> a week minimum clearly i'm behind on my (laughs) fundraising networking yeah fucking journey i was shameless like shameless i I would ask you know anybody i knew for their help and i think the one thing that came out of me growing up as a child actor is you know acting is more just like getting rejected in auditions yeah and so all that rejection really made me kind of like iron against it and so um, I would ask everybody and then eventually somebody will connect you to somebody. Yep. And then that's how we got in touch with the chair of anesthesiology at UCLA. Wow. And then you just need to find one champion. Right. It's yeah. like what Lady Gaga said all around the Oscar circuit when she's like, there's just, I got a million no's, but Bradley Cooper was my <laughs> one yes. And I'm like, we got it. Yeah. We're um, all Lady Gaga yeah, here. Yeah, we're all Lady Gaga in the founder world. But like, 
I don't only connect with you as like a female young startup founder. I mean, you're cl- like more advanced in your journey than I am. But the fact that you do pain management, which is something that I live with every single day. In fact, I just got a new um, acupuncturist hmm. two days ago. Um, and then I'm going to a doctor's appointment for pain management after this. Mm-hmm. I've done pain management therapy. Mm. And you know all the shit I've tried. Yeah, Neurofeedback yeah, yeah. therapy. uh nerve blockings i mean pills upon pills like there's so many things and you know my whole story and the audience knows my whole story but it's still hard for people to understand what it's like to be in pain all day every day yeah and i'm writing my second book right now obviously i'm gonna i've already included stuff about flowly and i'm gonna like interview you and blah blah blah, blah. but like the mind being so powerful Mm -hmm. and still not fully understood like I remember I did UCLA uh pain management center and the guy told me that sometimes they'll have someone come into an emergency room with a broken spine and literally like not feel anything like not because he can't feel anything because he broke his spine but he just like doesn't even know he broke his back and then you'll have someone who comes in and is in excruciating pain and they can never find the cause Mm -hmm. and it's like that's the expansive world of pain where mm-hmm. we don't understand why the mind feels pain sometimes this way. It's so complicated. Yeah. And to decide to like dedicate your career to something that is so fucking unknown. Like I have to wonder like what is slowly doing to understand how the mind works with pain like maybe you can explain yeah like, what the app is and does yeah well, let me double click on what you said yeah. earlier Ooh, I love real that quick click on that. Mm-hmm. I, I actually that. i heard a investor say that once so I was Ooh. Like, Ooh. okay now you've taught it to me Perfect. <laughs> yeah um but because i think that I, I was reading this and someone else was also telling me that in medical school it's like hundreds of hours of studying. And I think pain, the section on pain is about 11 hours total. So it just tells you and emphasizes, yeah, what you're saying, which is there's so little research and dedication into the pain field. And we can get into like all the reasons why, but patriarchy. Yeah. It's period. (laughs) It's just so um, insanely complicated that even now when we, we've done like case studies and clinical trials, people ask us, are you sure you want to do your second pivotal study on chronic pain? Because chronic pain mm-hmm. is so hard to study compared to acute pain. Even just mm. to, let's say, recruit patients oh. is really hard to recruit for Hi. chronic pain. Yeah, I'm one. Yeah. <laughs> um, not because there is a lack of chronic pain patients, but because, you know, mm-hmm. chronic pain is so different mm-hmm. for each person. There's so many comorbidities um, to convince somebody to come in and comply with any mm-hmm. program is also quite challenging. Yep. As a Spoonie, I'm sure you can yep. imagine like getting out of bed, even making them go into clinic. Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is really, really challenging. And I think the way that we approached it was Early on, we worked with a really famous pain specialist named Dr. Forrest Tennant. Shout out. And he, he told us um, that, you know, pain is a biopsychosocial disease. Break that down, sis. Mm-hmm. Bio psychosocial disease which means that a lot of people when you think about pain you think it's physical right it's like oh i injured my arm that's pain Mm -hmm. it is pain Mm -hmm. um but chronic pain once it's held in your nervous system over a period of time Mm -hmm. it starts to affect you psychologically as Mm -hmm. well so like some of the top symptoms of chronic pain is anxiety depression stress trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. um and then 
there's even a social component where a lot of people with chronic pain feel socially isolated. Yes. Imagine all like the bed bound babes, mm. like can't get out of bed or, you know, you, you rely a lot on online support systems, things yeah. like that now. And so I think what the trouble was with pain management is a lot of times there was a lot of different tools that were created, but they were all super fragmented. Yes. And so it was like one thing for like, uh, you know, a drug for this pain and then uh, maybe some sort of like mindfulness for this, uh, you know, anxiety mm-hmm. and then maybe a forum for your, you know, community and socialization. Yeah. But to really approach pain, it has to be integrative and it has to be a biopsychosocial approach. Wow. Right. I feel smart. I feel very <laughs> smart right now. And I think that was a really key finding for yeah. us. And we interviewed hundreds of pain Holy patients shit. across a lot of different comorbidities and conditions. And we were really surprised to hear that some of the things they struggled the most with on a daily basis was even just like the anxiety <sighs> yep. of expecting a flare up yep. um, or the trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of times it had to do with the physical pain, but n- not even so mm-hmm. a lot of the yeah. you know moments of the day. Yeah. And so we started to break down, okay, so then what are ways to address this comprehensively? And the one thing in your body that's quite comprehensive is your nervous system. Okay. And so this is not new, by the way. Yeah. This is, you know, research that's been done for decades and validated. But, you know, tackling the nervous system is so key for a lot of people with chronic pain, especially yes. neuropathic pain. Because yeah. if you can teach somebody to manage their nervous system better, mm-hmm. you can basically tell your body, hey, I'm not a threat right now. I'm not in danger. Let's turn off my fight or flight mode where I'm like sweating, panicking, feeling pain. And then let's put my body into rest, digest, and recovery mode, which rest, is your parasympathetic. recovery, mm-hmm. which is parasympathetic. parasympathetic. Yeah. Yes. And uh, a lot of people are never taught no. how to do that. Never. Not once in my entire journey of going to doctors, going to pain management systems. I think the closest I got was doing, and I think I mentioned this to you, it was an app called Ella or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a breathing. Mm-hmm. You got to complete the picture with your breath. And I was like, okay, cool. It also looked like it was from 1970, <laughs> like in pick art or whatever yeah. it's called. And there is no emphasis on the relation of pain to emotion either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And writing this second book, I'm like, how do it's so hard to tell someone that's in pain to say that there's anything related to like your thinking or, your brain because then it makes us feel like well shit then I'm clearly I'm just not doing it right or I don't care enough or maybe I don't want Mm -hmm. it bad enough or I'm not doing it right like if there's a way to train myself to not feel pain like I feel like everyone would do it Mm -hmm. but you're right in that it feels so um number one it feels very simple like I remember being like how the fuck is this gonna help me feel better like breathing or whatever well let me put it this way we I'm really cognizant of like I know I never want to put out the language or the vernacular saying oh pain is in your head right yeah okay so it's not in your head like people tell like when we hear the connection to the mind and pain it sounds like well shit if I'm doing something to perpetuate pain that's telling like giving signals to my body like I'm the bad one. I'm wrong. Let me put it in this way. It's not that it's in your head, but your body is not siloed. 
your head is part of your body, right. right? It's part of your physiology. And there are ways to put your body in a state where you're able to better manage both your head and your body, right? Because right? it's yes. the same body. Exactly. And so that way is the nervous system. There you go. Yeah. And so that's where like I think the disconnect is, is that people don't even know your nervous system is related to the way that you feel pain. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, for example, I teach people that I'm always really surprised not enough doctors talk about is there is something called the vagus nerve. <gasps> So the vagus nerve, (laughs) which sounds a lot like vagina, I know. Um, I put it it in my book. Yeah. (laughs) So the vagus nerve is your 10th cranial nerve. And it is the nerve that connects, uh, essentially you can think about it like the modulator between your brain and your body. And what you can do is you can actually work out the vagus nerve like a muscle. What? So that you can better regulate the signals between the rest of your body and your mind because it is not two different things. It's not like it's in your head. You can control it. It's more like if you can be taught the tools to control your physiology, you can then control how you better feel even in your head. Right. How do we do this? So we call it the top, uh, bottom up approach. Okay. I like that. Sounds yeah. like me on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people think about um, like talk therapy, CBT. Those are considered more top down approaches. So mm. you, and they're very helpful. Um, I think they're extremely helpful. You a should lot of, be in therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it is different because you're starting by talking to somebody or starting from their mind to then mm. affect the rest of their body. Mm. What we do is something called bottom up approach where we first teach you how to control your body, mm-hmm. manage your physiology mm-hmm. to then affect the rest of your body, which is your mind. Which makes more sense. It seems like the top down should be supplemented from bottom yeah. up approach. Well, I think, you know, a lot of times people don't look at this bottom up approach when they really should start with it because... Right. You know, to tell somebody who's in pain or has anxiety, hey, like, let's think about this or let's yeah. close your eyes and focus on something else. That's super You're fucking like, hard. Fuck off, dude. Yeah. Like, I can still feel like at any moment I can tap into my mind and remember and feel the pain. Yeah. And then there's times where, where I'm not I'm trying not to think about yeah. it and I'm doing something else and I can feel pain. So it's yeah. like, t- talk to me about that nervous system and like what Flowly physically does yeah. and with the VR too. Yeah, so what we actually do is we do something called biofeedback training where we collect your real-time biodata, which is your heart rate, your heart rate variability, and your breathing. And then we show it to you in real time so that you can see how your body's doing. And then we teach you through voiceover and uh, breathing guides how to then affect the, that those data points. Yeah. So, so you're I'm holding a mirror up to what my body is already yeah. doing. And then you're like, oh, so now that you can see what's actually happening inside, here's how. To control it. Yes. And yeah. what I was most fucking impressed by with Flowly is that the way you can see the inside is actually quite simple. Yeah. It can be done through a finger clip. It can mm-hmm. be done over the flash of your phone I thought mm-hmm. was that like I it's hard to explain but you just have to have the app to understand yeah so you know historically biofeedback you can take any type of bio data and show it to someone and teach them how to control it so things like uh GSR which is skin conductance which is sweat what um you can show some brain waves you can show someone you know body temperature so many things we decided on heart rate and heart rate variability because it is a really strong indication of how much you're able to manage your own nervous system. Right. And so essentially we teach you to bring your body into the state of relaxation Mm -hmm. and we 
um, augment that or just supplement that by putting you into this like beautiful virtual reality world. Yeah. So the way it works is, you know, we'll send you this literal kit that includes a VR headset uh-huh. and a Bluetooth heart rate sensor. Yeah. And so you slip your phone into the headset, super easy to use, and you enter this world. So for example, Wave World, yeah, which is like that one. <laughs> where you're sitting on the beach with the roar lights above you. Oof. It's the nighttime sky. It's relaxing in yeah. of itself. But at the same time, you're looking at your heart rate graph. Right. And then you see a unique calibrated breathing guide that we've calibrated to your own body. Right. And basically, it's the breathing rate at which you're most able to increase your heart rate variability, which is to say your control of your heart rate and your nervous system. And then you follow the breathing guide and you do work through the exercise in the experience And basically, we're teaching you how to lower your heart rate, increase your heart rate variability, pace your breathing, which sends your body into activating the parasympathetic system, your rest and recovery mode. Bitch, you sound like a doctor. (laughs) Like, seriously, all that shit you just said, I'm like, I understand it because I've been using Foley. Yeah. But you have a way of talking about it that just seems so sure. Like, you... It's without going to med school. I mean, I'm sure you've had support from like your dad and, you know, different doctors you've met and stuff, but it's just so impressive to find someone who has like, like the fact that it's only been four years for you and you have this much to show for it is like a really big fucking deal. I I think a lot of it though, is that other pain patients and Spoonies taught me. Mm. And, you know, I learned a lot from being around doctors. I learned all the, like, technical vernacular. I went to all the conferences. We work with so many of the best specialists. But then I think really understanding how to translate that was working in the clinic. So we actually spent months in the clinic, me and my co-founders, administering this ourselves to patients in our case studies. And I would just, we would ask them so many questions. We're like, you know, how does it feel? You know, where in your body are you? Do you feel like you're modulating your pain? Like all these different questions. And they taught us the way to speak and the way to convey what we're doing. Because we would ask them, okay, what is this experience for you? And then they would give me the script. Which is like so ass backwards from how society treats us. It's like someone making something that then they administer to like a large group of people. I mean, which is where the opioid crisis came from. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about that and your experience with Floley and that. Because I think, you know, growing up in Florida, I mentioned I watched that happen and kill people, ruin families, completely destroy careers. Like it's something I never touched, even when I've gone through the worst of my pain one, because they don't work against neuropathic pain, but two, Mm -hmm. because I just saw how the crisis, I saw the crisis, I saw the wave and I feel very lucky. I never got involved, but to hear that there's something that even could like be more accessible and helpful to people. Like I want to shout that from the rooftops. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So it's not the opioid crisis, not something I thought of when we first started, Mm. but it was kind of like serendipitous, the timing of it. When we started case, uh, case studies very early on, one of our doctor champions who let us uh, conduct the studies at his clinics, um, we started working with a population called uh, arachnoiditis patients. What? That sounds like a spider. I know. Arachnoiditis. It's a very severe type of chronic pain. And, most of these patients were on 15 plus years of opioid use um, on, you know, insane amount of usage wow. on a daily basis. And 
through them, there's a few things I learned. One was that, A, I never want to go and speak out against opioid usage by itself because for a lot of people, it is necessary. It is helpful. Um, So we always say, take it at your own pace and whatever works for your body. Right. Um, but then I think we also saw the flip side, which is when we talked to a lot of patients, even to some of them who have become dependent on their medication, they, a lot of them still want to wean off of it yeah. because, or as at least some portion of it, because there is so much negative side effect right. that come with it. Right. Um, so a lot of them can't drive it. The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're, they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my God. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? (laughs) You are talking to two sober Sally's. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences anymore Mm. or they have irritable bowel syndrome to say the least Mm -hmm. and all these other side effects and so when we started doing case studies we saw that actually using our device or flowly um we could actually help somebody reduce their opioid usage was that just like a total like oh my god what the fuck moment like when you're not there to do that and it does something (laughs) yeah well it was something that we wanted it was one of the endpoints of our Mm. studies which is uh, endpoints being like results we yeah. were looking for but because we wanted a way that was quote-unquote more objective across people right. that we could look at you know what is what is this actually reducing for yeah. them and but we certainly didn't expect this to become one of our primary endpoints right. because we didn't realize that we could help so much right and I think a lot of it was just um 
basically providing an alternative mm. that people could mm-hmm. use instead of reaching for their pill that day. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so a lot of times the way people would actually wean off of their opioids wasn't like we were like, oh, okay, you know, stop taking your medication. Right. It was very gradual. So we'd send them home with this kit. They would use at home and then they'd find like, oh, I feel kind of good for like the next two hours. So I'll just push my next dose for one more hour or one more hour. And then a few hours of pushing, that's almost like one whole um, dosage that you've taken out of that day. And then it just continues. And you were like, oh shit, we've discovered something that makes this even more important for people to like know and hear about. And so we had talked about too how you got funding from big important government place and tell me what that journey's been like now that you have the app you have it out like how are you collecting data how are you moving this forward like how are we what's what's happening with yeah. the company sweet coffee dance before i go any further you know, I have a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. I mean, we are dealing with a robbery that just happened. We are moving on a very stressful timeline. I'm two years sober. My birthday is coming up. I'm turning 20, 31. Oh my God, I'm going to 21. Always well thinking. Anyways, guys, life could be just like falling and crumbling apart, but it's not. You want to know why? Because I am using better help baby that's right i am going to therapy every week and best of all you can be joining me huh need better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist it is available for clients worldwide and they have licensed professionals who deal with issues like depression stress anxiety relationships sleeping trauma anger family conflicts lgbt matters happy pride grief and self Sorry, I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> Anything you share is confidential, Avi, VIP, super low down. No one's going to know. And it's convenient, professional, and most importantly, affordable. Because y'all know I believe that therapy should be a right, not a privilege. So I want you to start living your happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash CI. Join over one million people, including me, taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ci by the way did you know that so many people have been using better help that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states ha! It, was, it was an insane journey actually working with the nih so we were super lucky we received a 1.2 million dollar grant from <laughs> let's go money money cha-ching cha-ching it's all going for trials though <laughs> you're like i yeah. got none of it yeah <laughs> Um, It sounds nice, but it's all going for trials, which is good. And um, it's by the National Institutes of Health and National Institute of Drug Abuse. Mm -hmm. So we're actually considered through these trials as an opioid sparing device for pain management. Wow. Um, And then, of course, we saw, you know, in the midst of trials, how much it also helps with anxiety. Right. which helped with people who had trouble sleeping. So that's a lot of what people use it for today. Right. Um, but we, so we took it through case studies. We actually are finishing up our phase one con- controlled clinical which trials. Means which means phase one sounds like some sort of government experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically um, th- a big trial, but you break it up into two phases. Mm-hmm. So a smaller phase and then a larger phase. And those are being conducted at University of Pittsburgh Medical Center and then researched at USC. Holy shit. Yeah. And then... Uh, we released, however, at the end of last year, a direct-to-consumer version. Right. 
And I always say this with the caveat that we are working on getting this covered and reimbursed. But if anybody has experience with that process yeah, and the healthcare system, it. it is a very long process, yeah. but we are working on it. Um, cause we, our eventual goal is to make this as accessible as possible. Right. So what we can control right now though, is the ease of use and it being, be able to use at home. Right. So we, which is huge, uh, mm-hmm. like making that like number one period and sentence is like the fact that you can use that at home Yeah, is going to make more people use it and want to try it. Yeah, I, and we even, like, a lot of the reason we did that is because a lot of our pain patients was like, I need I ain't to get it. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was like, I need to do it, like, in my literal bed. Literally, yeah. that's when I do yeah. it, is before I go to sleep. That's how most people do yeah. it. Yeah, and so um, we released it, and now it's a subscription. We're on the Apple App Store as Flowly Relaxation Training, and then um, we're hoping to release Android before the end of the year as mm-hmm. well. And so with every subscription, we send you that kit to get started. Um, the kit itself is actually more expensive than the subscription cost, oh. but we're trying to, I think our goal right now is just, just to get it out there right. and to make Bite it as cost. easy to use yeah. as possible. Yeah. yeah. So when this is like, you're right in the phase of, can you announce your exciting news or no about the thing you are involved with currently. oh yeah yeah so we actually just um we were accepted and just joined the y combinator <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i feel like in the silicon valley everyone's like whoa that's a big deal but, for like you anyone know. that doesn't know the tech world getting into y combinator is like i'm trying to think of like what's the entertainment version of that like i don't know getting a feature film that's directed by steven spielberg it's maybe not that big. no because yeah. then like your career is different like it's to, yeah everything it, is different after you do y combinator we were really excited yeah y combinator is basically a, a tech accelerator mm-hmm. um i think the acceptance rate each year is less than it's about one percent or Jesus. less yeah <laughs> they have 16 plus thousand applications a year and so we were really lucky to get in and we were one of the few digital health companies again wow. because usually it's more like consumer, you know, right. pure consumer social yeah. or like SaaS companies. Marketplace in my case. Marketplace. <laughs> Swapskis. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so we we just joined and we're about like a third of the way through the program it's, it's intense, intense. Yes. Uh, let me tell you i use slowly every night now yes, you become your own <laughs> yeah. patient i love I that seriously have and um but it's been really exciting so we're just trying to get this out there and um trying to educate more people also about alternative tools right like why this might be a question you can't answer but in my head i'm like why aren't we going to every single hospital or like pain management clinic and knocking on their door and being like, buy these and use them with your people? Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> That's simple, yeah. right? I'll tell you why, because the economics of it don't work out for a lot of these clinics, right? Because mm-hmm. they're they're looking for something that's covered that they can bill for. So there's a lot of nuance to the system. Mm. But what I will tell you is that most of the people who use us today hear about us from their therapist or their doctors. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's because very early on, we had such amazing institutions partnering with us that um, we have some of the best pain doctors working with us and they recommend it. Yeah. Um, we, we're now working with a lot of therapists offices and clinics where we get the device actually into the clinic so that um the doctor or practitioner can yeah. have one of their clients or patients try it try it out while you're there yeah try yeah. out with it there and we're giving it to them for free because we just want people to wow. learn about it and so um yeah we're we're 
actively looking to work with more therapists, more practitioners. Um, we're always Ask open to people reaching out. Ask your doctor about it, Spoonies. Mm-hmm. Make make them yeah. reach out. How do they like reach out to you to use it? Like if they're an institution. Oh, if they're an institution, they just email me. Okay. Yeah. And we'll put that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Email me. Um, our website has our contact information. A lot Amazing. of um, folks, will, a lot of therapists or practitioners, they'll hear from sometimes their patients even. Yeah. And then they'll just like message us on the website saying, hey, I heard about this from one of my patients. Can I try it out? That's. Mm-hmm. And then that's probably like the biggest compliment, right? Is when it a is. doctor is. Mm-hmm. That's like when a therapist tells me they used something in my book. I'm like. Yeah. Jaw drop. Jaw Mike, drop. Like just <laughs> what? It's the yeah. biggest fucking compliment in the world. Um, I mean like everything you just talked about. Like I said, this is such a complex system and platform and world you're getting into. I mean, you're talking insurance, you're talking big pharma, mm-hmm. you're talking like you're doing something that is literally like big pharma's biggest fear, which mm-hmm. is like giving people the agency to make themselves heal and do it in a way that is not pharma pharmacological. Yeah. Um, are you scared of big pharma coming in like just ruining everything and like setting your like office on fire or something <laughs> i don't even want to put that in the universe but that's what i think like yeah, that's how thanks, petty they Kelsey. are yeah. <laughs> like, can't you just see them doing some like sneaky yeah. thing like they're uh, so petty i think what what we've been thinking about is how to align um their interest with ours mm. because you know we are such a small company and yeah. we are such a young company that it's like virtually impossible to go against i mean i guess right. there's like the david They're and goliath like looking at yeah you. story but i think that what early on we got approached by a, a lot of pharma companies um some in the opioid space some not yeah. uh because i think that especially with regulation, most of them don't really have other choices. Mm. So there are pharmacological approaches that they can take. But then I think a lot of times they also want to be invested in the right stakeholders Mm. and the right companies that could push the space forward. Right. Right. And so I think that um, our goal is to partner with a lot of uh, larger pharma companies uh, mostly the ones I'm thinking of aren't necessarily in the opioid space, but mm-hmm. to do trials with them even right. and programs with them. They're like, hey, let's partner. This makes you look good. Yeah, because it's yeah, true. And it also they have the resources. Right. Um, and then we money. can provide the technology. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, it's so like, you need me, I need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking too, like the way in which like we've got some images up here. You can see how like modern and clean and like beautiful aesthetic it feels. Like it feels like the perfect neutrality of young people cuteness but also someone at any age could understand Mm -hmm. this and do it which I think is super important and it makes me feel like when I think of the program and I think of the app it makes me feel very like like I said like anti-pharma like anti sorry I don't want to say anti-pharma that's not the words but like in my head I'm yeah yeah it's you this feels like a program that reminds me of like eastern medicine Mm -hmm. like it taps into the practice of mindfulness mm-hmm. it taps into the like looking inward like you said the bottom out approach bottom which, up like, yeah bottom up I'm like out uh, <laughs> which like in America I think we think of like oh that person needs to go to therapy or whatever mm-hmm. let me tell you I went to pain management therapy once it was not good I think you need to find a new person but uh it, it just it does remind me of like a practice that is different from what America 
preaches in the healthcare system. Like Mm -hmm. it feels a bit disruptive Mm -hmm. in a good way. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think anything with your background and like the way your family brought you up and taught you things has anything to do with kind of how you created this? Uh, For sure. For sure. I think that, um, so I mentioned my, my father's a doctor, Mm -hmm. right. Um, and, but we are, so my family's Chinese and mm-hmm. I, I actually grew up in um, Taiwan, between Taiwan and Shanghai and Eastern medicine was a huge part of me growing up. Wow. Now there's a lot of parts of it that, you know, I think need to be studied and questioned, but there's a lot of it that is also just so much yeah. data backing it up and so much science. Mm-hmm. And I think our approach has always been to be comprehensive about it. Mm. We're the type of family where um, we actually try to avoid taking medication as much as possible. Yeah. Well, you look um, amazing, bitch. Her skin is glowing. <laughs> you guys should see this. Oh, that's, <laughs> you should ask my mom about her bone broth. Oh, um, I would yeah. like some. I will come pick yeah. it up. <laughs> so we, but we, so we, tr- we do everything, right? Yeah. Like we do, um, my mom is, my mom comes from a very Buddhist family. So we grew up meditating. Mm. Um, but we also, you know, know about all the new drug advances right. and like biotech advancements and like um, cell anti-aging, all the et cetera. Right. And so w- I think that there is a middle ground that everybody can meet right. and it's unique to each person's experience but i think yeah. when we were approaching flowly a lot of it was around the design because you mm. imagine you talked about that app you tried right it looks like it's from like the 80s yes, or whatever oh my god i've seen so many yeah, of those apps know. yeah and even like traditional bottle feedback the like it's so video games it's also like yeah. really dudish mm-hmm. and very basic it's it's a lot of the designs terrible. Yeah, they're like drive this car. I'm like, if I want to do that, I'd go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, you know. So let me tell you, actually, we very early on met the head of NIDA, which is National Institute of Drug Abuse. Her name is Laura Valkov, and, and she, <laughs> she, Nora told us that um, one of the reasons she was so excited to meet us is because she was really shocked and um, pleasantly surprised that I came from DreamWorks and that ah. my co-founder, yeah, and my co-founder is like one of the top 3D um, scenic <gasps> designers. She actually worked on Broadway. Oh. Yeah. And she was, and then my other co-founder, Julian, he's an electrical engineer. He went to Yale with me and then he worked at Hyperloop One. Jesus. Yeah. And so she was like, whoa, this is a very untraditional yes. team. Yes. And she was really excited because she was saying that in a lot of healthcare products, you actually need designers and you need people mm-hmm. with different and younger mm-hmm. perspectives to come in. Yes. Because at the end of the, at the end of the day, people have to use it. Yes. And they have to want to use it. You already answered my question. I was going to be like, how does your age like play into this? Yeah. And you just answered it. It's like, you, they actually need to listen to yeah. this. <laughs> they have, you know, it's, and actually when I first uh, started researching chronic pain deeply, I was really surprised majority women yeah. and so many in their 20s yeah. to 30s, so young. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, it's like a lot like me, you yeah. know? And so I was like, wait, I can be the able body a person that, mm-hmm. you know, puts out work yeah. to help with this population. Right. And that's the speaking for the rest of my team who like does all the work, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they like, we've spent so much time designing this yeah. and making sure everything from like the color palette Mm. um, to the way you press the buttons Mm. is uh, accessible and helpful. And we're still working on it. Like we're, we're adding in like more closed captioning so that Mm. we can be there for people that have hard of hearing or hard of seeing things like that. Um, but it's certainly where we're starting from. Yeah. Well, like I said, like the fact that you have this much in such a like to me a short amount of time like you hear about people starting companies and it's like I've been doing this for eight years ten years it's Mm -hmm. like if you're already this fucking far 
like with just more money and research and um, like word of mouth, it sounds like, you know, this could be just something that everyone has on their phone, kind of like the way people really adopted like meditation apps Mm -hmm. and like calm Mm -hmm. and, you know, but this is so different. And I think that VR element, the design, Mm -hmm. it really makes this so unique. Like what is, well, I have two questions before I let you go. Mm -hmm. Where do you see this going? Like Mm -hmm. what in five years, what's like the dream? I think the dream is really, I was joking about this with my co-founder. I was like, I can't wait for the day someone just comes up to me and be like, I use Flowly, like that I completely don't know. So that's actually happened to us once. We were really excited. Yeah, It's a big deal. Um, Yeah, we were really excited. But I think it's to get this into the hands of more people Mm -hmm. and to really create a platform that's there for people with chronic illness and Mm -hmm. chronic conditions. Mm -hmm. Because I think this is really helpful for, I mean, a lot of people now use it just for like sleep or anxiety Mm -hmm. or stress management. Mm -hmm. But we really, this is a more comprehensive tool than like a meditation app. It takes, you do have to spend 10 to 15 minutes a day in VR doing it. It's a commitment. I was just going to ask. Yeah. Like how long till we see results? Yeah. It's a commitment. But I think the effect is that people tell us it's like the 10 to 15 minutes a day. They don't even think about their pain, Mm -hmm. their anxiety, their Mm -hmm. trouble sleeping. And then at the same time, they're learning skills they can use outside of it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's my goal. My goal is that you don't need to use this um, like every hour. I want you to learn the skills Uh so that you can use it outside of Flowly and then come back and maintain. Yes. I was going to say like, and this could be a whole tangent, a, a completely different episode, but especially people with chronic pain and chronic illness, the importance of routine Mm -hmm. that gives you freedom and like you said this is a commitment but I don't want that to scare people away because it just takes repetition and active like making something attractive to Mm -hmm. implement it into your routine like there's this whole thing about atomic habits blah 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 but like that's what this I could imagine being for so many people the same way like people wake up they go for a run they do this blah 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 um, okay, my last question. Mm-hmm. Where does the name Flowly come from? Oh yeah, so it's so good. We we ha- we went through a lot. The original name of the company. I'll just share tell this me, real tell quick. Me, tell is me. it's actually still the name of our company. It's just that it's not the name of our product. Yeah. It's Tamade. Ooh, and Tamade means fuck in Chinese. <gasps> I. <laughs> love that have i not told you this before no. oh, okay uh, this seems like right up my alley yeah it's like a literal cuss word and hilarious. um I, I you know honestly it was just that i thought it was a hilarious na- thing to name a company but yeah. it's also because early on we read studies that when you cu- cuss or curse um it helps your pain it sure does yeah and so we were like oh that's funny that's why you scream uh, when you like stub your toe when you're like Fuck! yeah 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 your body's like get it yeah and so and in college i was actually named in one of our like newspaper like worst potty mouth and so Ah, i girl after my own heart yeah classic so it was a classic company name for me but later on we were like okay maybe like to get on like you know other people's websites and publications maybe not have fuck like as your name and so um (laughs) fuck as your name is a great tagline um and so we were thinking about what we really embodied and one of the things that a biofeedback specialist had told us is biofeedback, which is what we do, is one of the fastest and most efficient ways to put your mind and your body into flow state. Knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. And flow state is that physical and mental state where you're basically in the zone, where you feel relaxed, you feel focused. And not only are you relaxed, but you're also generating dopamine, which is... Ooh, we need that. Yeah, which is really a happy, relaxed, focused yeah. state. And so we were like, 
oh, basically what we're doing is we, we're teaching people to move into flow state. Mm. And we actually have a flow score uh-huh. um, in our app so that yes. you can actually see how long you're in flow each session and how high that flow was, things like that. Um, so we're like, what's like flow? And we just played around with the name like Flow Lee. I love um, that. Because it could be like an, an adjective or like a verb. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And then we actually have a little mascot now. He's yeah. Or they're super cute. Their yes. name is Ebby because it's <gasps> Ebb and Flow. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I remember you talking about yeah. this. I think you had texted me and I said something that need, needed to sound like squishy. Yeah, squishy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you told me. So we're like, Ebby. I yeah. love Ebby. Yeah. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. What's the, what is the new, uh, what is it? Ebby is like a little blue character. Um, I have to show you. You do have to show me. They're super cute. And then people have been like, oh, we have a lot of members that say, can you please make like a... Ebby um, world or something? or like like a a plushie? Yeah, like a plushie or a stress doll or like something like that. A stress ball even. Yes, I want an Ebby. I want... Because that could also just be a cute little reminder of something that like I take with me on vacation or I throw it in my like suitcase or it sits on my desk and it's just that little cute reminder like hey abby this is abby let me see stop yeah it shows also oh the design thing gosh. on it but okay it looks like what was that movie where the big blow-up doll oh, a lot of a lot of people say it reminds them of uh inside out no. or, or no hero big hero yes. six yeah it looks like the yeah. cuter littler version of big hero six yeah i love them they and so when abby breathes their <gasps> heart like comes in and out like your heart rate yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, see, y'all, just fucking try this shit. Like, okay, how do we wrap up here? How do we tell people, especially Spoonies, like, how to find you guys, how to find you, yeah. how to, like, use Flowly? Like, give yeah. us the wrap-up. Give us the pitch. Um, Go, I would say go to our website, www.flowly.world. Um, and then you can also, you can message us there or you can just email contact at flowly.world um, and ask us any questions. We have a health coach actually that you get access to right. where you can call and text them with questions, help setting up. And that's been, I think a lot of people say that's one of their favorite parts yeah. because it's like hand holding you through the process. Yes. So don't hesitate to reach out. We're a small team. Sometimes I pick up the customer calls. Oh, so reach out to us. Um, and yeah, we, we look forward to helping you. And I know that Zach from the Try Guys, mm-hmm. I introduced you guys and Zach loved it so much. He's making a video about it. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. I think you guys are just going to like hear more and more about Flowly in this space, hopefully. And you guys should help spread the word. Talk to your doctors about it. Talk to your yeah. therapist about it. Go to your pain people. Like I know we have a lot of Spoonies that listen to this podcast and all the chronic pain episodes or anytime we're talking about pain does really well and I was thinking like the whole time we've been talking I'm like what am I going to title this because it's so complex yeah like there's no way to put like sciencey words into this without like making people be like I don't know what she's talking about but I I need I need uh, maybe I'll ask Instagram like what's the best way to title yeah you should this? ask this. and I was gonna say you know if people have comments or feedback about the way we talk about Flowly mm. in a short way than way that you understand better let me know because we're mm. we're still learning about the best way to talk about it and we we actually just started um, I want to shout out our referral program shout out. because we're trying to keep it really in our community so like if and your family and friends so if you refer Flowly you actually get $25 Amazon gift card what? yeah that's a lot of money Money. Yeah, we are like I was like this is a good referral program. Yeah, yeah. No shit. <laughs> like referral programs don't be like that yeah. out there. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then your family friends get twenty five dollars off their uh, one of their subscription. That's mm-hmm. amazing. You it really seems like you've built a system where you care about 
the clients or the patients mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call us our float float we call you members members yeah because we really feel like people are building it with us like we have a community in the app and people literally post comments like um can you add this or um yes. like i like I've to see this in there a yeah sometimes. you have, I have. Seen it. i've and been like mm, i'd put my little two cents in yeah there. but <laughs> and so yeah we I'm really there. come hang out we're really grateful for everyone yeah well i think i i don't think i know it means a lot to people out there like me that you guys are so focused on the people first Mm -hmm. and like i think that shows in the app and i'm really excited and i'm glad we're friends and i'm glad you're here thank you thanks so much for being here celine and don't forget to go check out all the links below because all of her shit will be tagged um don't forget to rate this podcast five stars if it's not five stars don't rate it at all because i'm very sensitive speaking (laughs) of being sensitive the merch is out you can get that below um i'm wearing the i am sensitive silver necklace today be cute. Oh my gosh. I didn't even see Did I not get you these? These are really cute. I didn't send you these? No. I sent you the book, right? Yeah, you I got the I read the book. Yeah, I think I have so some good. extra somewhere. I'll no, find no, it. it's good. But it's cute, right? Tell it's people cute. to buy it. Buy it's it. Cute. Thank you. The whole vibe is cute. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for coming over. This was really exciting to have a first podcast episode in the studio. Yeah. Was it comfy? Do you have feedback? No, it was comfortable. I like it. I like this like light also. You dude, the whole time I was like, she looks so dope right now with oh, the light. I'm like, it's the glow. It's the sunset lamp <laughs> li- from oh, Instagram. Oh, I thought about getting it. That one we'll chat offline okay. about it because that one's very tiny and oh, it didn't okay. give like, but you look it's really good for your lighting. Okay, good. I think as long as it looks makes me yes, look good. as long as you're hot. <laughs> and I think I need to figure out a way to attach the mic so that we can like lay back more. Yeah. I don't but it's know. good. It's so comfortable. We're starting out, you guys. We're we're in we're in flow. Okay. Bye, Coffee Don. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>